The saga continues. Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is October 26, 2020. Um, If you're new to the Unicorn Club or whether you're a day one cousin, welcome, God bless you, and I love you. Gather yourselves as I am going to get right into it. Let's get into it. (laughs) So... I created a podcast yesterday telling you guys that I was 49% done, right? Okay. So, at about 7.30 this morning, I get a phone call from my friend that I was telling you guys about. No, it was 6.30 in the morning. And I was wondering why was she calling me at that hour? So... I called her back and sounded like she was outside. And she said, oh, you need to get down here. There's hardly any people here. And I'm like, well, get down where? Where am I going? And What? (laughs) So, all right, let me backtrack a little bit. On Saturday, I had went and voted. And I was online for eight hours to vote. By the time I got home, it was dark outside. I just wanted to shower, clean myself up, gather myself, eat my food, and get into my bed and turn on my fireplace because I was cold. The place, the library that I had went to is by the water. And all I had on, what did I have on? I think I just had on a sweater, if I remember right. And so I was cold. So she thought that I didn't stay in line to vote. And I said, no, 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 I stayed because the mere fact that they had one voting machine made me think it was like voter suppression. Why is it you don't want poor people and minorities to vote? If our vote didn't count, why do you try to suppress it? If our vote didn't count when you're first starting your campaign, why are you looking for it? Why are you appealing to poor people or black people? If our vote didn't count. So I made sure I stood myself right there in that line and I waited. So she was talking to me about, um, you know, her family's situation and what she thought about it and how she felt about it and so forth and so on. Then she gets into her fiance. And she just threw him into the conversation. And this isn't the first time, cousins, that she had done that. And I oftentimes wondered, well, when he, when he's not around, how often is he on her mind? So when she threw him in the conversation again this morning, I said, oh, he's on her mind again. So... Anyhow, she was standing online to vote, and she had um, stepped away from him for whatever reason that she had. And I could hear people, like, going by and asking questions and so forth and so on. And when she threw him in a conversation, I said, well, now that I see that he's not near, um, she's outside, so she doesn't have the phone on speaker, for him to chime into the conversation. Uh, Let me get this stuff off of my chest while the opportunity 
presents itself. And I think I remember telling you guys in my previous podcast, 49% done, I said, sometimes you don't have to do anything or say anything. You just wait because life will present you with an opportunity. And all you have to do is pay attention so that you can take advantage of the opportunity. But make sure that you take advantage of the right opportunity, not the wrong one. Because if you take advantage of the wrong one, you may win today, but you'll lose tomorrow. So I figured, let me take advantage of this opportunity. It came sooner than I had anticipated. And so I said to her, speaking of him, I am like bursting at the seams with this. And, you know, I don't know if he's playing or not, but I find the things that he says to be disrespectful. And she, at that point, she cut me off from talking and she began to talk, but she was pretty much saying that she know how he is and um, she doesn't allow him to just say anything to her, so forth and so on. So I said, well, I just don't want to really have too much to do with him. I just want to be cordial. I don't want to fight and argue or anything or start any trouble or anything like that. I just want to keep my distance from him. You know, I don't want to put you in a position to where you have to choose this or that because I think that's crazy. So she says, well, don't think that, you know, I'm going to um, choose him over you. He, he does things that's not right. I tell him that that's not right and that I don't agree with it. And he does a lot of things that I don't agree with. Blah, 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 blah. I said, okay, well. You know, I'm just not trying to be rude or anything like that, but um, I want to make an effort to kind of keep the peace. And I've tried before, and it didn't work. And she cuts me off from talking again, and she says nothing works with him, nothing. So at this point, Tribe, I'm saying to myself, why why she want to be with him? What was it about him that she liked? What was so appealing about this guy? He was short, he's fat, he's overweight, he was broke, she was courting him, he wasn't courting her. Then he got his footing, and then they, you know, started um, doing things equally. And then the next thing you know, it's 10 years later. I understand that she's an older woman, and she had been single for a very long time, and so she finally got a man. And, you know, she don't want to let him go out of fear of spending the rest of her life alone. Understand it. But what was it about him? And then when she saw who he was, when she saw his character, when she saw his personality, why wasn't she turned off by it? He is an abusive, narcissistic, controlling asshole with an with emotional instabilities he's cunning uneducated ghetto and fat what did she like what did she like 
I don't know. I don't see it. And I can't tell you guys. I take that back. There's one thing nice that I can say about him. If all he had was one dollar in his pocket and someone needed it, he would give it to them. His parenting skills are bad. His communication skills are atrocious. He's a bitch. I just... Anytime he talks, it's like he hits these high-pitched Mariah Carey notes. He's constantly negative. It's constant. Like, it's constant. Every time he open up his mouth, it's negative talk. Just spewing these negative words. He's clearly not happy within himself. And whatever he was supposed to face and resolve, he never did. And he, I'm quite sure he knows what that is. And it's crystal clear to me that he stopped maturing in his teens. He got older physically, but mentally and emotionally, he's still that damaged 17-year-old. What does she like? I don't know. So anyhow, it sounded like the girl had wanted to cry. And I really didn't have too much compassion for that aspect. You know, I... It wasn't my intentions to make her feel bad. It's him that puts her in these types of situations because of his character, his ego, his pride. So it just came along. The conversation came along a hell of a lot sooner than I had anticipated. And I think, you know, God had created it to be that way. I think God knew he wanted to like keep me safe because this guy is a murderer. And FYI, she let that slip this morning. That's what he was in jail for. That slipped. When I tell you it slipped, it slipped. And so I just kind of listened to her and the words that she used, and I wanted to see all of what she was going to say. And as I'm listening, I'm saying to myself, he'd been that way from the very beginning. I'm just realizing it because now I'm looking further and deeper into him. But he'd been that way. There was a lot that I didn't know, and she never said. But yet she tells him everything which causes him to look down upon the people that she is surrounded by. It's the things that she says to him. She tells him everything. So here's something that I learned from their relationship. It's never good to be completely honest with a person because they'll find that weakness and they will exploit it. Instead of strengthening you where you are weak. They take advantage of weaknesses. And they should not. And clearly, it can happen with someone that you are sharing intimacy with. So if your family members can do it to you. Your friends can do it to you. Your enemies will damn sure do it to you. 
And now your significant other can do it to you also. Who do you trust? Who can you talk to? Who can you confide in? It's safer if you just keep certain things to yourself. Be mindful of the type of impression you give someone about someone else. Let that person, let person A see person B for themselves and come to their own conclusions and make their own decisions. That's the first thing that I learned from her relationship. The second thing I learned is about choices. And I use this parable as an example. So let's say you walk into Macy's and you see a watch and a pair of shoes. You like both of them. Why do you have to choose between one or the other? Why can't you buy both? I know for myself, let's just say I saw a fanny pack. And as a matter of fact, this is actually true. I saw um, a guest fanny pack and I saw a Levi fanny pack. I believe it's Levi. Either it's Levi or it's the Gap. And one was black and the other one is pink. And I said to myself, I don't have to choose between the two. I can get both. Who said I can't get both? I don't have any small children to take care of. The only person I have to take care of is myself. So I thought, is the bills paid? Yes. Is there food in the house? Yes. All right, If can I afford these two fanny packs? Yes. Will there be money left over? Yes. Will there be more money hitting my bank account? Yes. When is that going to be and how much is it for? Okay, cool. So I can afford these two fanny packs. So I brought the two fanny packs. Who told me that I have to choose between the two? Y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Now, I'm not going to go and spend my bill money on material things or frivolous shopping. I'm going to, whatever bill I remember to pay, because half the time I forget to pay my cell phone bill. <laughs> but when I remember, I still pay it. But the point is, all right, I know, you know I've seen these socks. They're really cool. But I know i got to pay my cell phone bill. Can I afford to do both? Yes. Okay, i do it. But if I can only afford to do one or the other, I'm going to choose paying my cell phone bill. I'm not going to buy the socks. That's called responsible. So I said all of that to say, and I'm quite sure you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. When it comes to your relationship, again, try to find balance. People don't have to like each other, but they can at least be cordial with each other. I oftentimes tell men that I meet, listen, your mom is your mom and you know her personality. It's not going to change. It's going to stay just the way that it is. And I am an, an alpha female. I'm 
used to being independent and self-sufficient, so forth and so on. And I don't like nobody bothering me. So me and your moms, we clash. But because I care about you, I don't want to put you in a position that I have to choose your mother who gave birth to you and your girl who's giving you some punani. What I am telling you to do is find balance, figure out what that is and find it. And hopefully she cares about you enough to where she can agree to disagree and agree to be cordial. Hopefully she's adult enough and a woman enough to say, all right, that's my son. I love my son. I don't like his decision, but it's not about me. It's about him and his life. He has to make a life for himself. So I don't like her, but I'm going to be cordial. I'm not going to say anything disrespectful to her. I'm going to keep my distance from her. I'm going to be cordial. And that's it. See, that's balance, tribe. But not everybody finds balance. People choose between the two. And I personally am not used to choosing between the two. If I want the two books, I'm going to have the two books. If I want chicken Alfredo with, you know, shrimp on the side, I'm going to have both. I'm, I'm, I'm not used to choosing between the two. But if I had to, hopefully I could remember to make the wise decision. The wisest decision of the two choices. So, she continued on, my friend. She continued on talking to me and she told me she'll be alright. Don't worry about her and say what I gotta say to him and blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. She knows. That when I tear into somebody, that's exactly what I do. And I know that if I tear into him, it's going to be a huge fight between him and I. Because he's not a man. He's childish. He's prideful. And he's emotionally unstable. He does not make wise decisions. He doesn't even make wise decisions with his own children. And it seemed like... His own children don't care for him. So, I just wanted to kind of come on and share that with you guys. To just reiterate again, try to find some balance in your situation. And if the two people are just like oil and water, they can't just get it together, okay, stay away from each other. Because I've seen it on, on Ratchet TV. Was it Hazel Lee and Masika? Oh, Masika can't stand Hazel E. Oh, she hate Hazel E with every fiber of her being. And I said, okay. Okay, Masika, if it's like that, that's not going to change. That ain't going nowhere. Then just stay away from the girl. Just stay away. So it's like that sometimes with people, you know, two people. Not everybody is going to get along. Not everybody can be cordial. Some people is not adult enough. So I'm thinking about what it is that I'm going to say to him 
if I'm even going to bother to say anything at all. I think I'm going to have to address him because he doesn't care when I ignored him. I tried that before, and I did it for two months straight, and he went above and beyond the call of duty for my attention. He did not care that I ignored him. He spoke to me, but I ignored him, and he kept doing it. So I know that that does not work. I know that being cordial does not work. Oh, child. I tell you, I just can't wait for Thanksgiving to be over with. It's after that, he could forget about it. But I'm still 49% done with her. She had kind of already made her decision when she decided to stop communicating to stop communicating with me as often as she did. Now she only communicates with me when she has a legitimate reason. And I'm going to let it stay just the way that it is because I don't like who she's getting ready to marry. So it is what it is. Shalom, tribe.